come with me. We're going on a fantastic cruise. Pick your destination with news tips and reviews. But here is an item you might not have thought of. All of the things under the water. Nature surrounds us with elegant features. You can't go on a cruise and not see the creatures. So let's make some magic. Let's get ecstatic. Instantly classic. Maybe romantic. The wildlife around you. Cinematic on your fantastic cruise. Bon Beanie, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fantastic Cruising. I am Matt. And I'm Kimbra. And today we're back on cruising. We're going to talk, I know we've been talking more about scuba diving, the Florida Keys, but not this episode. No, 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 no. You already saw the title. Today we're talking the Carnival Mardi Gras. But before we get into that, let's just get into a little bit of business, get that out of the way. First of all, thank you everybody that is supporting us over on the Patreon. If you're interested in that, you can go over to patreon.com, look for Fantastic Cruising. Also, thank you for those of you giving us reviews over on iTunes. If you haven't done that yet, go to iTunes, give us that starred review with some words, and uh, that helps us out quite a bit. And don't forget to join us on the Fantastic Cruising community over on Facebook when you can find out when new content comes out. And we sometimes have fun little polls and different things and a lot of great active members who post a lot of fun stuff. So I think that's that's all I had to say about that. But uh, also, can we just talk about slugs and snail sex for a minute? <laughs> Look, I know this is a family podcast, but we're going to be talking. We got to talk about we got to talk about this. OK, because I learned something new about slugs and snails today and it's i feel like i need to share it with the world i mean snail love is cool (laughs) snail love snail love is cool and it's a little bit violent as it turns out so so this is not the cruise creature okay i don't i don't even know what it's going to be yet we haven't discussed that at this point of recording but i can tell you this snails and slugs are hermaphrodites so that means that they are both male and female so you never say Oh, look at that slug. She's cute or he's cute. You have to say they. You have to use the the only appropriate pronoun for a slug or a snail is they. Now, when two slugs do the wild thing, first of all, it's very slow. They take their time. Like hours. Yeah, yeah. So they're 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 into the loving, you know, they put on some berry white. They got they got it going on. But here's the other crazy thing. Okay, before they actually do the do, what they do is they sort of entangle around each other. Now, it varies depending on species. That We saw a video with slugs today that made their own kind of slime mucus rope and slid down it to, to you know, have sex. It was very pretty. It was beautiful. But but most, most of the time, so some species, they do this other thing. So they, they come into contact with one another and they have something called love darts. Because they're cupids. <laughs> Here's what the love dart is. It is it is a chitinous, hard material, uh, a spike. It depends on the species exactly what it looks like. But it, it, it sort of reminded me of a stingray barb. And, um, and they basically, when they come in contact with their other slug or snail, they spear them. They stab them. With these, and they they leave the one animal and go into the other. And 
to, to put this in perspective, if, if I had a love dart, it would be the size of a very large knife. These are not little things like for the slug's body size or the snail's body size. These are big things. And so they stick these into their hopeful mate and the, the hopeful mate sticks it into them. And, and that's how the mating begins for a lot of these animals. It's it's definitely very interesting. What we spent what thirty minutes watching 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 slug porn. Yes, we did. <laughs> yes, we did. Hosted by some of it by David Attenborough. Although he didn't have this the love spear thing. No, his. but he did the the pretty that's, slug. That's thing, true. That's where the uh, yeah. which was. I mean, it was it it's was graceful. lovely to watch. It was. I mean, I wouldn't want to watch it for hours. But anyway, so then the next thing that happens is. They both both animals, both snails or slugs, um, pull out their their male parts. Okay, we're adults; we can say penis, right? They pull out their penises, and which are located right behind their head, by the way, which is interesting. And they're very controllable. They they extend like a telescope, but they can move them around. They can manipulate them. They actually intertwine them in some species. It's it's quite impressive, actually. And then both animals will put the sperm into the other animal at the same time. Okay. Now here's where here's where the love darts come into play. The purpose of the love dart is that it is coated in a slime that has a hormone on it that actually increases the chances of the sperm surviving. So each each snail or slug, they don't actually really want to get pregnant. They want to impregnate the other one. But, you know, you got to compromise. So you got to give and take a little bit. So they're trying to kill the sperm that's coming into their bodies. These spears actually help to protect it. And then they go off and then lay eggs and then baby, baby snails or slugs are born. Yeah. That's it. That's it's, it. it it's cool. It's cool. I, I'm kind of glad I'm not a slug or a, or a snail, but, uh, <laughs> but it, is, it is pretty impressive and crazy. Nature, you can't make this stuff up, okay? <laughs> like if you were like, Matt, come up with like the weirdest possible um, mating ritual, mating act in the animal kingdom, I would not have come close to love spears. It's, it's basically sword fighting and then doing it. Sort of, yeah, yeah. I mean, projectile sword fighting. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, I just had to get that out of my system because, um, you know, it's it's amazing to me that I've been teaching about animals and working with animals and learning about animals for my whole life and, and pretty hardcore. Like, part of my job has been doing that for at least probably almost 30 years, actually, 20, 25 years, something like that. That's frightening. And, um, and I still learn new stuff all the time. There's so much to learn about the natural world. So really cool. All right. Anyway, back to cruising, no more slug sex. Okay. Back to cruising. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to break down the carnival Mardi Gras for you because the carnival Mardi Gras was supposed to set sail around this time, but it didn't, obviously it's not going to because of stupid viruses. So it is scheduled right now to hopefully launch in February of 2021. Let's hope that happens. I hope that that is a reality. It, it actually got postponed before the coronavirus. We should say that. It got postponed 
before any of this coronavirus, COVID-19 stuff happened. But then, of course, it got postponed again and again. So, yeah. Anyway, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to celebrate this new ship because Carnival has finally gotten into the giant mega ship game, trying to compete with Royal Caribbean and trying to compete with Norwegian. So it's about time, Carnival, first of all. It's about time. This new ship, the Carnival Mardi Gras, you want to tell them the stats on this on this baby? Sure, I can do that. You want me to just go down the list or there's some that, whatever. I'll just start. So gross tonnage, 180,800. So large. It's a big, it's a big heavy ship. To put it in perspective, okay, just to put it in perspective, the original Carnival cruise liner was called the Carnival Mardi Gras, and it actually was uh, a ship that Carnival got from from Canada called the Empress of Canada. It was built in 1960. Carnival got a hold of it though in the 1970s. I think it was 1970. It was 72, wasn't it? 72, something like yeah, 1972, and. Um, and this ship, okay, this ship was only 27,284 gross tons. So 180,800 and 27,284. So a, a slight difference. So just a little bit. And then the length, let me just tell you, the length of the ship was a whopping 650 feet long. Now, what's the new Mardi Gras got? It's about double. <laughs> 1,130. Yeah, so... Almost double. It's it's almost twice as long as that original Mardi Gras. But not only long, okay, there's also the beam of the ship, which is kind of how wide it is. So the beam of the original Mardi Gras was 86.6 feet. Now the new one is a little bit wider. 137. So what? that's that's not quite twice as wide, but it's... It's close. close-ish. It's close. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so this is a much larger ship. And we tried to figure out how many passengers the original Mardi Gras held. And from what we can tell, it was probably right around a thousand passengers, which I mean, what the uh, 2000 is like the fantasy class ships, I think, which are the smallest current mm-hmm. with two, two or 3000 somewhere in there. Right. So that's, it was smaller than those. Uh, the new Mardi Gras though, is going to have a little bit larger capacity. Yeah. So based on uh, two guests per stateroom, it's 5,282. But the full guest occupancy, so if there's more than two per stateroom, is 6,631. Wow. Which is a lot of people. Yeah. that's So, <laughs> again, Carnival's finally getting into the mega ship game. and uh, But here's the thing, okay? I, I don't know. Let's... I don't. I don't actually know this. What is the? What is like the Carnival Vista hold? I don't know off the top of my head. I've forgotten what the Vista holds. I don't know if it'll say real quick here. If I can just look this up, um, Carnival Vista. Because because I feel like it's not that many more people, but it probably is. Let's see, Carnival Vista. Get a little information out here. Um, maximum. Of 4,977. I think that's including crew. Okay. But again, that's not that many more people. All right. But what is the... We should have looked this up to begin. I didn't think I was going to uh, be looking at this. But I'm wondering what now the the size and stuff is of the Carnival Vista, just as, as a comparison. Because that was Carnival's biggest ship. Was... You all right? Yeah. Was the Carnival Vista. and um, And this is quite a bit bigger. 
And wow, I thought this would just pop right it, out. It's but it's it, there. It's over you got on it? the side. Okay. Oh, there. You, yeah. yeah. All right. So go ahead and tell us what what is that one in comparison. So it's one hundred thirty three thousand five hundred ninety six um, gross tons. Okay. Which is you know compared to one hundred eighty thousand. Okay. All right. I it's, mean, the Vista is a big ship. It's up right? there, but it's definitely not not as big. not as big. Yeah. yeah. Um, the length is one thousand sixty one feet. So okay. it's it's similar in size there. Well, I mean, kind of. Well, kind I guess. of. All right. And does it have the uh, the beam on there? The beam. Uh, or not the beam. I'm sorry. Yeah, the beam. Yeah, the beam. Well, it's got a bunch of different numbers. What's the waterline or the max? Sorry, let's the do max. the max. Yeah, let's do the max. 48. Oh, those are meters. Yeah. 158.6 <laughs> feet. I did the same thing. I'm like, 48 feet? That didn't feel that thin when I was on well, it. Well, the the waterline is opposite. It says feet and then the parentheses is meters. That's weird. Yeah. So that's anyways, yeah. 158 feet. Um, yeah. The Mardi Gras is 137. Interesting. So the Mardi Gras is, is that is that right? Is that accurate? That the Mardi Gras is narrower than the uh, than the Vista I mean, at the at the widest point. That's from Carnival. Yeah, that is from Carnival. Now, uh, there's 15 passenger decks I see on the um, on the Mardi Gras, which is more than is on the Vista, uh, for sure. But there um, are 15 on the Vista. There are 15 on the Vista too. Yep. Huh. Well, passenger decks. Yeah. So we know that the Mardi Gras has more than that. Based has 19 on, decks. So yeah. If, yeah. If you look at the um, if you look at the uh, the mat, what am I talking about? Um, deck plans. The deck plans of the Carnival Vista. How many actual decks? Yeah, so there's 19 actual decks on the Mardi Gras, but the Vista has 15 decks. So there you so, go. So, so, yeah. And, and and this is one of the reasons I wanted to kind of stumble through this is because some of this is confusing. When you look at it, it doesn't sound like it's that much bigger of a vessel, but it is. Uh, it's some of these numbers don't seem that much different, but when you see it or you're on it, and I know this. From looking at some of the different Royal Caribbean ships are, you know, much bigger uh, when you get on there, when you see them, than they would seem just from looking at these statistics. So this is a big, big ship. Now, here's what I want to do. Um, let's go through this ship. Let's do like, we're going to do like a tour, basically, of the Carnival Mardi Gras. And we're going to start on the lowest deck, which people can, like, well, not people, I mean, the crew are people, which people that are paying to be on there can be on. And uh, that is deck four. And then we'll work our way all the way up to deck 19. Now, some of the decks we're going to skip over because there's nothing but staterooms on those decks. But uh, and but and we're not maybe going to get into the all the details of all the different types of staterooms. We may highlight a couple. But mostly we want to just kind of think about this as if you are walking around on the Carnival Mardi Gras, what are you going to find and where are you going to find it? So let's start on deck four, Kimbra, what do we got on deck four of the Carnival Mardi Gras? Mostly staterooms, right? Um, yeah, so we're going to start, I guess, forward is going to be staterooms. Um, as we move to the midship, we've got the Family Harbor Lounge. Which we've seen that before on the Vista class. Yep. And it's, a, it's a nice nice feature. Does it, what, do you have any information there about um, it? Yeah, so it's, it's basically a dedicated family zone for guests that are staying in the Family Harbor staterooms. So there's, you know, video games, big TVs, um, 
special breakfast and stuff. So definitely designed for those families. It's, so it makes it easy if you're if you're going, traveling with a family, you don't have to worry about getting everybody up to the buffet and waiting for mom to put on her makeup. And all, you know, you just it's right there. You can what easily, if dad wants to put on his makeup? Whatever, that's fine. But it'll it'll he'll just do it quicker because he won't have all the hair probably. <laughs> Maybe I'm projecting. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, so the, that's the, the Family Harbor Lounge. And then what else we got there? Um, we also have Camp Ocean and Night Owls, which is um, just the, the camp area for some kids. And then we have Dr. Seuss Bookville, which is a Seuss-themed reading and play space. So here's what I'm wondering. Okay, I, I, you can probably only get into this place if you... Well, if your kids are signed up for one of the Camp Ocean things or the Night Owls, I guess is for little little biddies. Uh, but can you go to the Dr. Seuss Bookville if you are not staying in the Family Harbor Suites? Like, can you go as a family to that? Or does it, I, I don't know. I'm going to say that you can go no matter what. I mean, it says scheduled activities listed in the Fun Times newsletter. Oh, okay. Well, so then that it would mean, sounds yeah. like yeah. we could go read some Seuss books. Which, or, or they read them to you, right? Oh, I mean, I'm okay with that, too. I like <laughs> Dr. Seuss. All right. Yeah, Dr. Seuss. I don't remember what his real name was, but it's it's weird. Anyway. His name is Dr. Seuss. No, he's got an actual... It's like... Guy Geigel, I don't know. He did a, um, I think he did a book on like constellations or something. What well, is his name? It is Ted Geisel. Geisel. The- Theodore Seuss Geisel. Yeah, I I know that because when I used to do astronomy programs, there we had one that was about him, but he was I guess going by that name, and uh, it was it was something about constellations and stuff that he did. So anyway, that's all off the beaten path there. Let's uh, let's go up a deck because that's really it for deck four. Yep. And let's go to deck five, which looks like what? There's there's a little bit of stuff on deck five. Yeah, not a ton. So there's staterooms and then the Cloud Nine Spa, um, including like the fitness center, the spa and salon, um, all the stuff that encompasses those things. Right. The thermal suites are there. Uh, it's it's kind of interesting because usually the spas on ships I've been on. A higher been, deck. Right. So yeah. being on a lower deck is kind of uh, interesting. intriguing. But maybe this is such a big ship. It's still, I don't know, it's still probably got like some windows and stuff. With Well, obviously it'd have windows that's on a passenger deck. But yeah, it's, just, it's just kind of interesting where it is. Now, what does the spa have on the Mardi Gras? Is it anything special or is it just like, I mean, the, the spas are cool on the, on the ships, but does this one feature any new innovative things i mean the the biggest thing that stood out to me as i was reading through this list is it says experience showers which sounds really cool to i mean me. i experienced a shower you know yeah but this one has like like what special sounds and fragrances and it's a smelly shower good ones though it's a good smelly shower yeah just i don't know it just like a special experience i don't know it seems interesting <laughs> it's got a little dollar sign next to it but i might i would be willing to try it i think okay. right. and, and i see in the list it says aroma steam chambers i've been in one of those those are nice and uh salt and infrared heat chambers for the which i think is a new thing for them the infrared heat and then what was that we saw that word that hamam Hamam chamber. Which we had to look up. Yeah, something about pouring water over you to raise your body temperature to, like, 
really high. 113. 137. Oh, 137? I think so. Oh, I thought you said 113. Anyway, we don't know what that's going to look like. Are they going to be pouring water on you? Or is it like water coming out of something and you just lay there? And it, I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, the, yeah. Cool. <laughs> you know, I, I had to help the vets get blood out of uh, the snake this week at the aquarium. And they actually soaked them in warm water to get the blood flowing. And then they try and take the blood out. So that's... Oh. That's it. I thought that, you know, maybe they're doing hammam. To the snake. Oh, maybe. Although the, they were they were working with a much lower temperature than 113. Well, I would hope so. Because you know snakes aren't. They're hey look they like the heat but they're not they're not like all all up in that 98.6 business even necessarily. So <laughs> <laughs> so that's deck four, right? That's deck five. That's deck five, right? And uh, and and that's that's pretty cool. You mentioned the salons on there. That's yep. And then some state rooms. I'm I'm sure that. Uh, a lot, you know, they have the different spa state rooms and stuff that you can get, and and those are probably some of those on that floor, I would assume. Like I said, we're not really focusing on state rooms too much in this episode. Maybe we will down the road. I don't know. It depends. Maybe we'll when we cruise on the Mardi Gras, we'll see when that's going to happen. But let's move on. Let's go on up, up to deck six. Deck six is a much more active deck. There's a lot going on on deck six. So let's let's see what we've got. Here on the sixth deck, uh, I know the spa actually has an entrance on the sixth deck, so we can start. Yeah. With that. Yeah. So there's a bit of spa on deck six, um, and then we go into the Mardi Gras theater. Which is it? Just called the Mardi Gras theater. It's called the Mardi Gras theater. That's interesting to me because most of the time they have like a fancy name for the theater, but they're like so proud of this Mardi Gras ship. They're just like, we're just going to call it the Mardi Gras theater. How do you like that? Yeah, there's, yeah, nothing, nothing more to it than that. It's okay. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. Have you seen pictures of this Mardi Gras theater? I Is have, it? but I don't remember them. So let me. Yeah, let's see what that looks like. Cause I, I, I want to know. You know, hopefully they learn from the mistakes of the Vista class, and they are not. It doesn't look like it's teamed up as also a, a nightclub. You know, hopefully they got the permanent seating in there without any huge obstructions it looks like looks like it does and we got some pictures up yeah. here it looks like a big theater it looks setting. really plain it does it looks i mean yeah there's nothing fancy about it like a lot of the ships i've been oh that's completely different maybe those first ones wait a minute wait a minute i'm very confused let's uh let's sort this out yeah, it looks like kind of a bland look theater. I mean, it's it looks very modern, though. And I'm wondering if there's going to be things like, look at those seats look like they're glowing. They do. Almost. It's it's very interesting. I mean, it looks like a, like a general typical theater. Yeah. But it, it kind of looks spacey to me. So, so I wonder if there are some features like, some effects that they can put into play with this theater that we're not seeing. Oh, I bet that you know, would like be like special effects yeah. and stuff that would like, like that with lights that and things. That ceiling looks like it would yeah, like project some there's stuff. There's something going on here. There's something going on yeah. here. So uh, they're going to do something cool in this theater besides the regular stuff that they would do in the theater. And that is like a full on family feud game show, which you have to, I guess you have to like 
go and um, audition. Audition. I was going to say apply for audition for, but that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, it'll be hosted by the cruise director. Cruise, yeah. Now, when we were on the the Royal Caribbean ship, they did Family Feud sort of, but it wasn't. They did Friendly Feud. Yeah, it was weird. It, it wasn't it was okay, well done. It was it was a little bit of a letdown. This looks like the legit thing though. Yeah. Family Feud. So that's pretty cool. So that's the main theater, which also we'll we'll maybe mention it again when we get to the next deck. It does appear to have some seating on the top it looks like though it looks like it's got pretty good seating as far as views and stuff like that doesn't have you know most cruise theaters they have like the the seats on the side and stuff unless those are hidden from our view in this picture i don't know this just looks like kind of a one level like it doesn't look like it's multi-level well even even the picture on the map on the ship plans makes it look like there's some seats that are up you know what? Maybe maybe what it is is it just extends up to that second level, and but there's no like second tier. You yeah, know what I'm saying like it's that high. That's what I was thinking. That's that's probably what it is. So that's interesting. So I kind of like sitting up on the high side looking down. You won't be able to do that if this is the case. Yeah, which I, I'm not crazy about, but I do like the fact that it looks like all the seats are are good views. So yeah, that's that's definitely a good interesting. Thing. The other thing that a lot of the theaters I've been in have like. Um, like the tables, like some kind of bench rows and then the tables, and this doesn't have that. No, maybe they'll have some... That's kind of something I've missed, too. Maybe they'll have some kind of cup holders that we just can't really see very well, though, on there. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely interesting. I'm curious about it, for sure. Yeah. All right, we have also got the Cloud9 Fitness Center, which is going to be, be what? like Part of the Cloud9 Spa. Okay. That's, that's the part of the Cloud... Because it just says Cloud9 Spa here. Which encompasses the fitness center. And and typically the way it works, and I think it's going to be the same on the ship, is you can use the fitness center. It's part of your cruise fare. But to use the spa amenities, you are either paying for a service or you've got like access to the uh, the spa area, which has the uh, philosophy pool and the thermal suites and, and the experience showers. Um it looks like all that stuff is is extra. Like you have to pay. That's except pretty, the re- there's a relaxation standard. room that's included. Okay, you can go relax, chill out. And saunas, saunas, but, and also the locker rooms yeah. are also included. So you know that's kind of a tip that that people have given before is you can go take a shower in there if you know you've got a lot of people in a stateroom or you just want a little bit more space, a little elbow room when you're in there sudsing up. Yeah, cool. Okay. Um, and then. What else do we have on deck six? We deck six, not sick. Um, <laughs> we have the the punchliner, the comedy club. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anything special about the punchliner? I don't. I um, really looked for anything too special nope, about that. Just um, comedians. Same as normal. I mean, it doesn't say anything differently. I didn't look at a picture of it. If you want me to find one, I will. Yeah, let's find a picture real okay. quick and take a look. All right, so we got a picture up here, and it's it's kind of now these are all renderings, so maybe there's they're not a hundred percent accurate, but it, I mean it's got some detail in it. It looks fairly plain, which is not a, that's not a complaint. Um, it's got an interesting color scheme, kind of jade, jadeish blue color uh, ceilings and walls. I know jade is green, but this kind of you know it's like it's it's. Lapis lazuli for for my art fans out there, and um, isn't lapis lazuli 
blue? It's blue. So this is more blue. That's that's my point. But oh, it's but okay. it's but it's like a it's I wouldn't say quite teal, but it's I don't know, it's it's lapis lazuli, I, I would say. Maybe a little bit more green. I don't know. Just look at the picture. But anyway, there's and then it's tans and browns and kind of these sort of goldy looking table bases it's, or, it's, or it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, but you know the seating looks it looks pretty standard like a pretty standard comedy club. Yeah. yeah. So spot on. Cool. Then we've got the piano bar 88 probably 88 keys is what they're usually called. Um, I guess that, I think that's what that signifies. I don't know cuz I I am completely unskilled in music and uh definitely pianos but I think that's a piano thing. And it looks kind of I don't know it looks like a typical piano bar. It looks kind of classy. It's yeah, a little it's, more classy than some other piano got some, bars. Got some busy walls there, maybe some multicolored tiles, blue chairs, yeah, yellow like tables. Chairs. Yeah, it's kind of nice. And uh, one of the things they did right here is they didn't put it right by the steakhouse. I know that's been a complaint on <laughs> certain other ships. It's like the piano bar can get a little loud, and then you know people are trying to have their nice, expensive steak meal, and it doesn't always go real well for that. Uh, Next down the line, it looks like we've got the Java Cafe and the Cherry on Top. Uh-huh. So I don't know if we do we have a picture of these places because I'm I'm curious. One of the cool things about the Vista class ships is those Cherry on Tops are huge. They're really big, and you can get ice cream there. Well, this is this picture here is the Java Blue Cafe, which looks really cool. Looks like a yeah, cute little looks, cafe. It looks like a nice little coffee thing. It's got it's got a little bit more space in it than your typical looks like there's coffee some like shop. food and stuff yeah if you whenever you go to these ships and, and you go into their their coffee areas sometimes they have stuff that is uh included so not everything you don't usually have to pay for the fancy coffees but you don't have to necessarily pay for everything and right off to the side is this is the cherry on top candy which i don't see any ice cream no but it looks like a Maybe very small cherry on top yeah it's got some pick and mix though and stuff like that so I don't know. It might it might be a little bit bigger, but oh, that's interesting. Looking up, is oh, that that's a, a, cool. A yeah, maybe it's a mirror with a lighted tree looking thing. I'm curious to see because we're kind of doing this a little bit blind. I've re- I've kind of looked at this ship before, but it's been over a year ago, so we're kind of wanted to sort of preserve the excitement and the newness as we go through this. I'm curious if there's an ice another ice cream vendor on there besides just the you know, the soft serve. We'll find out. A lot of times you can get milkshakes at the coffee things. And then this is also where the atrium bar is. And they looks like the bottom of the atrium itself, which is, um, I don't know. It, does it go all the way up? Because I'm looking at these other ship plans. Three the floors. Others, it's three floors. So, <sighs> look, this is one of my biggest complaints about the Vista class ships, is that they don't have these huge grand atriums going all the way up. And it looks like they... Uh, they still did that, although it looks a little bit grander. Uh, than, it still looks cool. Yeah, but you know, I mean, I want like the full nineteen level atrium, like or at least fifteen. I don't know. I yeah, don't know how that's I feel definitely that. a cool part. Like yeah. my first ship that I walked on, like walking in and just looking up, like it, it looked like a big hotel thing to yeah. me, which. I mean, yeah, it kind of is. It but makes it, that it, first it, impression. Yeah. Yeah. And and look, the Vista class has that interesting LED thing, but I don't know. I mean, it's it's cool for a minute, and then it's like, eh. 
it's one of those technologies that's like really neat and then you're like okay that looks really old like a year later but this looks a little better than that but i still wish they had a uh an atrium that went all the way up but it looks nice it's definitely got a classy look to it it's definitely a, a little less tacky than some of the other ships which i you know i love tacky car cruise ships and i like this kind of new sleek look as well yeah so all right what else have we got here um the fun shops the The fun shops yeah that sounds fun i mean sounds like shopping to me (laughs) so fun shops um probably your standard fun shops that you would find on any carnival cruise line you know you can buy your alcohol you can buy your jewelry you can buy your odds and ends and souvenir type things there um yeah, uh, we've also got. So it looks like there's like th- maybe three different fun shops, and then you want to go over to this thing called the Brass Magnolia. Yeah, what, what so is this? It says live jazz and blues featured in a lounge inspired by the city's garden district and jazz culture. Oh, so that sounds cool. Yeah, let's see if we can find a picture of the brass. Ooh, so okay, this is a little a little bit more on the tacky side, but in a good way, I think. It's got like a. Like a, uh, what would you call this? Like a palm leaf? Yeah. Motif to it. And uh, some red chair. Yeah, we're definitely. Red velvety chair. We're definitely back into the tacky cruise ship. But I, like I said. I, I, that's I not like a, that about ships. That's not a knock at all. I li- I do too. I appreciate the, the tackiness of the cruise. It's definitely a themed space. I wouldn't decorate my house that way. No. But uh, but I like I like it on the cruise ship. It makes me feel fancy. Does it make you feel fancy? I mean, the I'm tacky? fancy anyways. It's true. All right. Okay. But yeah, it makes me that's feel fair. fancy. All right, so that's the brass magnolia. Are those magnolia leaves? I don't think those are magnolia oh, leaves. Oh, what's a magnolia? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a botanist. That's my dad. I'm. I'm a zoology guy, so I don't know my plants super well. No, those are not magnolia no. leaves. I didn't think so, but I didn't want to say that. And then somebody's like, you know, Matt, those are actually magnolia leaves. Well, according to the Google search, it's not. No, it doesn't look like it. Anyway, it's kind of cool looking. It's a. It's a cool looking spot. And then we've got. Um, the Flamingo Restaurant. Yeah, which is a, a sit-down waiter service restaurant. And it doesn't have a dollar sign by it, so I don't know how this works. Is this is this included in your cruise fare? It's oh, maybe this is one of like the main dining rooms. Oh, maybe because that's kind of how it oh, that looks. Could be. Okay, yeah, it's just it just doesn't seem that big, and it's off to the side instead of. But I bet it is. I bet that's exactly what it is. Sit down, waiter service. Open, open nightly for dinner. Yeah. So that would be my guess. Interesting. So they probably have multiple. Instead of just two, they probably have multiple dining rooms. So that's cool. Okay. That's nice. I like it. And then um, on the other side, the fortune teller bar. Yeah, which is, um, it says lavish Victorian design elements with a contemporary twist conveying the uniqueness of New Orleans. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. It's a lot of purple, a lot of gold. It's definitely got that kind of Mardi Gras, New Orleans feel to it. You know, when you say Victorian and then contemporary, it's interesting because I, I feel like they're, um, what's the bar that you like so much? I like it too, on the carnival ships that's got all the fancy drinks that you can have made. Oh, the um, Alchemy Bar? Yeah, Alchemy Bar kind of has a steampunk look so when you said victorian and contemporary i went steampunk but i guess that'd be sort of victorian and 
futuristic. This is not steampunk looking, but it is. It's cool. I it's like definitely, it. Definitely. It definitely yeah. screams New Orleans um, to me. Some of the furniture reminds me of when we went on the Brilliance, those red couches in the wine oh, bar yeah. area. Yeah. Kind of looks like that. Like a Kind of a wine color. That kind yeah. Of purpley. Yeah. Red checkered floor. Looks like a nice space. I would hang yeah. out here. Also, it's called Fortune Teller Bar. Which right. Sounds, so that sounds pretty sounds cool, Sounds like right? my kind of place. Yeah, Definitely. Uh, interesting. I, I'm wondering if they're, Ooh, that oh, is sort of their version of Beverage the, uh, service featuring handcrafted cocktails that change color, bubble, and shimmer. Okay, so this is this is like their version of, of the other bar. What, they, what, I already forgot the name of the it. The Alchemy Bar? Yeah, the, the Alchemy Bar. That's cool. I That's, like it. It's cool. So it's, so it's drinks with science yeah. and, uh, and some fun that looks like magic. Yeah. I'm all about that. Sounds That's, like I'm my kind about of place. That. Yeah. And then we've got, what's next? We've got... Um, Emerald's Bistro is okay. next on my list. And that is, I believe that is a pay restaurant. Is that a pay restaurant? A la carte menu with nominal prices. But it is open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh-huh. Um, but it looks like you pay for you pay individual things. Yep. And uh, it, it looks like a... Yeah, so there's definitely, you know, I'm... I'm seeing the New Orleans sort of theme. It looks like a like an outdoor cafe you'd yeah. walk by. And uh, I don't know what kind of food. I mean, it's Emeril Lagazzi, so it's sure cute. It'll be interesting. I don't know what the uh, significance of the 1396 is. I'm not uh, sure. I don't know. Maybe I'm it's... sure there's some significance that some Emeril Lagazzi person would know, or maybe it's a New Orleans reference. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, kind of interesting. And then we've also got another eating place there which is the carnival kitchen the carnival kitchen yeah it says the carnival kitchen and it is maybe it's maybe it's actually the kitchen where they're making it says multi (laughs) where we go um carnival kitchen will serve as venue for guests to participate in cooking classes tastings and other hands-on food related activities hosted by the ship's highly talented chefs okay so if you are into the cuisine and the preparing of cuisine then they have a special place for this now. Uh, this, these are some. I think these are popular on cruises where they do these. So it makes sense that Carnival would put a place that they would dedicate to that. Yeah, on the ship. that's definitely cool. Yeah, very neat. And then we've got the Palm Restaurant, which is going to be. Yeah, that's that's another one of the the just main restaurants yeah. that you could eat at, and it it's you know it looks looks, looks like a nice main dining room. Yep, basically. Nothing nothing majorly themed about it. I like the ones that are really themed. I do, too. I do, too. I feel like Carnival's trying to go with a little bit more laid-back, kind of contemporary look. But then they've got pops of flair. I mean, yeah, it's still a cruise. I mean, that's relative to it being a cruise ship dining room. <laughs> one of the things that I loved about the Miracle is every space had an awesome theme. Yeah, that, the and same with the Legend. It's, it's yeah. really cool. Yep, I like that as well. Yes, that there's is also why. a conference center on that. Okay, so deck. if you're yeah, you can kind of rent that out. And that's pretty much, I think, it. There are three elevator banks on this ship, which is good. That I can see right here. And then you go up to the next deck, which is deck number seven. And uh, we've got, like like we said, we've got a little bit of extra seating up here for the theater, the Mardi Gras theater. We've also got the Mardi Gras casino, which I can tell you right now, I'm liking this because 
it looks like there is no reason to go through that casino if you don't want to. Like you don't, you can avoid that casino completely. It's unless you really want to go to the main theater via the top, the seventh floor, you can just avoid it. And it is huge. That casino is big because it goes right around into the atrium area, like kind of behind the atrium. That's the other thing. The atrium seems like it's only half of the, of the width, which I mean, it's a wide ship. So maybe that's all right, but I don't know. What is the, does the casino look anything different than other casinos? Um, I mean, it looks like a pretty typical casino. I don't think there's anything too special looking. The, photos don't give me a whole lot of range but it looks like a casino um but i also like that you don't have to walk through it that was one thing on the brilliance of the seas i felt like we didn't really have to walk through it at all yeah there were ways to get around it completely yeah that is so that is definitely something i don't know if carnival's listening to people but that is a common complaint that i have heard and a common complaint that i have about the casinos and the only reason i don't like it is because it's just so smoky and it's i just don't I don't need your cigarette smoke. I mean, if you want to smoke, fine, but I don't. I don't really want to breathe it in. There's also more fun shops up here. Yep. So that's interesting. And there is an alchemy bar. So you have an alchemy bar, and oh, you've moved past where I was. Sorry. Yeah, right. I'm. I'm. I'm just. I'm looking at the the map here. Uh, did we skip something? The limelight lounge. The limelight lounge. Yeah, that's that's kind of next to the alchemy bar. Okay. Let's let's look at that. And this looks like another place where you could do stand-up comedy. Yeah, let's see. What does it say about the Limelight Lounge? Um, dance floor, live music, karaoke, late-night shows, talks and seminars, and okay. drinks. I like it. That's more place for them to That's do activities like that. Of, I say kind of clubby, but also definite sit-down space. Yeah, and, th- and this is like you can get your karaoke on and... Uh, the live music will be here, so yeah, so that's good. I like that. That's kind of there's an area kind of like that on the Vista ships, but it doesn't feel to me. It, it felt like a place you'd be walking through. This seems like more of a destination. That's one of the things I like about the Carnival ships is they really have these sectioned off as different spaces, which some ships um, you're just kind of like bleeding into other spaces, and some Carnival ships are like that too. But this seems to really have like. This is, you know, you're in this bar, this club. Yeah, or something I like, like that. that about about that too. Yeah. All right, and then they do have an alchemy bar. <laughs> That's right, they do. Which is great. Which is, and it, it it looks really cool. I mean, it looks like an alchemy bar for sure. So it's got the alchemy bar. Yeah, it's got the stuff. same the same look. Um, it is a bit of a walk through space, I think, that alchemy bar area. But you know, it's an alchemy bar. A little bit. So. I mean, it's got. It's got some seating and space and stuff. I don't know. Mm. Anyways, I like it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and then what's next? The Steakhouse? Um, the Steakhouse. Fahrenheit 555. The Steakhouse. That This, of course, is an additional fee, but oh, it is it worth it. The food is really good. A lot of people claim that Carnival has the best steakhouse at sea. And uh, I, I will say this. I can't disagree with that, but I need to... I need to eat at more steakhouses to make sure I have eaten on the Royal Caribbean one once. I've been on the Carnival one, I think, three times. So I need a little bit more data. Well, I've never been I to the steakhouse. No? Nope. Okay, well, we'll fix that. Yeah, we'll definitely fix that. Yeah. So this this looks cool. This, um, they've got like a 
bar looking mm-hmm. like yep. horseshoe thing that looks really neat probably while you're waiting for your yeah. table or something and some nice i mean it looks nice definitely classy looking kind of place i would say it's the nicest looking fahrenheit 555 i've seen like it's got a different look to it um and, and i like it i'm a fan all right, and then what else do we got? It says I see on here it says Dream Studio. Yeah. Do you see anything about that? I do. Dream Studio. Our elite team of professional photographers offer an exclusive custom photo shoot around the ship. So Oh, this is like they're probably just like a kiosk. Yeah. For that. So they will take you to different places of the ship and do photos yep. with you. That's cool. Yeah. That my mom's gonna want to do that if we go on the Mardi Gras with her. She'll be like, "We're gonna do that," and then we'll go take pictures. I, it's probably expensive. So but. I'm not really a fan of doing pictures in general, but when I'm on cruises, I love doing the pictures. Like, I'm glad you said that because when you started off, I was like, "We went to no, all the photo spots we could no, find." No, that's like my like one of my favorite things about cruising is stopping at the photo spots to do pictures, but not. On the line to get off the ship or no, on no. the ship. Like when they set them up every night and <laughs> yeah. you like stop with the background. Yeah. Like I love those. Okay. All right. I mean, I don't usually do them because I don't usually buy them, but we did buy them. We did. A few less. I and mean, my mom goes, she'll buy everything. <laughs> it's what she does. She's a mom. All right. So then we've got the Palm Restaurant upper level. So that's just, the, you know, again, the main dining room area. Uh, I haven't seen another main dining room area yet, so maybe that's still to come, or they're gonna, or that's just a really big space, and they're gonna fit more people in there, or they're counting on people eating at other venues. I don't, I don't know. We'll yeah, have to see. I mean, yeah, I haven't seen anything. Well, I mean, we're only on, only on deck eight. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I mean, I don't know. Usually the dining rooms are together. I don't know. This is a different ship. It's a different. It's a new age. It's a new era. It's different, cruising. Matt. Well, let's go up to. <laughs> Deck eight. As soon as you're done sneezing. I'm done. Okay, we've got the fir- first, like, maybe a little more than a third of it is staterooms. And then we've got, what What do you want to talk about first um, here? The atrium's there. And then the next thing is the GG Asian Kitchen. Okay. Do you see that? GG Asian Kitchen, yes. All right. And it's... Um, Red? It's... Oh, you want to talk <laughs> about the way it looks first? I mean, it's... it's it, it looks nice. It's it's a yeah. I think these are are these a la carte. I feel like this is an a la carte, like kind of sushi and stuff this like that. This is a variety of Asian specialties. Oh no, it's noodles and soups, appetizers, as well as seafood and meat delicacies. Yeah. Um, Sit down waiter service. Okay, so it's. I don't know if it's a la carte or it's a pay one time thing, but it's definitely a pay venue. There are GGs on there's other a, ones. There's so. a reservations fee. Yeah. So okay. I'd say you pay and then you Yeah. Yeah. So there's another one that's a la carte that I'm getting confused with, but Gigi's must be Yeah, and a it's pay. it's open for lunch. Okay. All right. So Oh, featuring complimentary stir fry stir fry favorites. Okay, so yeah, Gigi's is is complimentary at lunchtime, but then dinner it's like a full service restaurant. Cool. That you yeah, pay to get into. Very nice. This is also, I believe, the Havana area. Because I see there's a Havana bar here. Some of these staterooms, I don't know if these yes, are the, the Havana Yes, the Havana bars. Lounge is okay. next. And the Havana Pool area. Which is probably reserved to... This is also the first deck I've seen where there's an out, outside area you can walk around. And the Havana area is probably reserved to people that are staying in the Havana area. I'm assuming, but you can. I'm sure you can go to the Havana bar, which looks a lot like 
the Havana Bar on the Vista class ships, which is one of the most beautiful bars I have seen on a cruise ship with the teal and orange, some of my favorite cover colors, but also just sort of that Latin yeah. decor. It's just absolutely gorgeous looking bar, I think, even though I haven't really spent a lot of time there. I think I got a mojito or something. Um, and then, um, let's see, there there is there is the pool out there. I don't know if there's so, a... let's see. Yeah, I mean, it says Havana Pool area. Let's see if I can get a picture of that one. May not have a picture of the pool. It's weird because it looks like it's no. on the edge of the. I can see it walkway. in that. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably the area that only Havana guests can get to, and it's not going to show me a picture. I don't know. We'll have to look into that one more. There's also another Dream Studios spot there. Yep. So I don't know if this is where, and also Pixels Gallery. So this is where you go to find your your pictures. And I'm sure this one's going to be digital. Yeah, it says display digitally, which is really cool uh, and a lot better, you know, for, um, I was going to say ecology, but eco-friendly. Yeah. So, you not know, you're wasting not wasting all that paper and the ink. Paper. Only the ones that you want, they're yep. printing, or you can get digital versions of it, which is really cool, and print them on your own. So, yeah, so that's pretty cool. So that's right there as well. And uh. then... So then we go into, so one of the things that the Mardi Gras has is different areas. So this next area that we're going into is called Grand Central. Which is, it looks like that's kind of the, that, that also is labeled Grand Central Central on uh, level six and seven in that central area. Yeah. So we're, we're now leaving Grand Central, right? And going into La Piazza? No. No? No. The next... No, no, no. We're going into Grand Central right now with Bonsai Tipinyaki. Oh, okay. Okay, I mean, the way the like, ship map looked, it looked like... La Piazza's next. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Oh, I'm ahead of myself, yeah. I think. Okay, so then, yeah, the Pixels Gallery goes Yeah, you, you talked far. about Pixels before we were there. Gotcha. Okay. I see it, because there's Pixels on both sides of the atrium. That threw me off. Okay, anyway, now we're in Grand Central, exactly as you said. <laughs> and uh, we've and tell us about Bonsai So Bonsai Tipinyaki, um, full service, featuring wide-ranging menu with authentic delicacies from the Far East prepared by chefs on custom-built stations that form the center of the venue's three eight-seat tables. So let's look at a picture of that. Three eight-seat tables. Okay, so... Yeah, so that's like... Um, what is that place? Like a Japanese steakhouse? Yeah. Kind of like a, is that a hibachi yep. or something like, like that? Like a hibachi is exactly what that looks like. So that's okay. cool. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah. And, and there's also the, the Banzai Sushi. Yes, which is... Which is the one I was thinking of before, which is, I believe, like an a la carte kind of a deal because you're buying sushi. Yes, the Banzai Sushi, full-service sushi restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So that's cool. Oh, they have, um, what is it, Koi Kite Celebration Nightly. I don't know what that means. Don't know what that means, but it says celebration, so it sounds fun. (laughs) Okay, and... And then we have Pixels and the Fun Shops. More Fun Shops. More Fun Shops. There are Fun Shops everywhere. That one looks like a big Fun Shop compared to the other one, just looking at the floor plan here. I'm sorry, the deck plan (laughs) here. All right, and then the next section is the La Piazza. Okay. Which is where you were right. before we were there. <laughs> I'm like I'm like the little kid that's just like, but wait, look over here. And I just pass up five things. 
Yeah, so the first thing that we have there is the Cucina del Capitano. Which is delicious, says the guy that isn't even a fan of Italian food, but it's like one of the best places I've eaten on a cruise ship. Cucino del Capitano. Mwah. Delicious. Well, I hope that one day I can go. I've never done any specialty dining on a yeah, cruise. Yeah, we'll fix that. We'll fix that. Yeah. The good thing about Cucino del Capitano is that the pricing is really good. So it's not as expensive as like the steakhouse, but the last carnival ship I was on, I did both of those, and the Cucino del Capitano was better than the steakhouse. So I'm just saying, and I don't like pasta. So that's, I'm just saying, they had some good food there. And then what's next? We got... Um, so next, let me see. I'm confused here. So... Looks to me like we're getting to the pizza. Pizzeria del Capitano. Pizzeria del Capitano. Um, that's that's different because usually it's Pizza Pirate or there's another pizza thing, but not. I feel like it's not well, usually. Well, so here's why I'm. Maybe it is okay. Pizza del Capitano. Yeah, Pizzeria del Capitano. So the picture here says La Piazza. The pizza. Does that mean the pizza oh, or, maybe. or the plaza? I don't know. I don't know. I was just confused because it said one thing, but it is actually something different because it's kind of this is kind of just a big seating area and then they have the pizza bar yeah. basically yep okay cool yeah all right and then um you're gonna sneeze again i'm apparently sneezy today i don't know what it is all right and then we're, what else do we have i see a couple things on my menu here um, rudy's sea grill okay which says plates with personalities oh Oh, we just, yeah, we yeah. just saw something about this with the faces and the food and Yeah, so that's the one like that. that they, like, make fancy food-looking stuff. They're not going to show that in these pictures because it's not a picture of what it is. It's this, a picture of... So there's an artist. Oh, and here, and, you can see. And I apologize to anybody out there that's an art fan because I can't remember the name of this artist, but, but if you are an art person, you're going to know exactly... You're probably already thinking about this, but they, they made... They painted pictures usually portraits using like fruits and vegetables as the features. And that's what this looks like hanging on the wall is that's exactly what it looks like. So um, it's, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty interesting. The, actually the first couple I saw, and I don't know if this is intentional, looked like a koala and a sloth. Like that one looks like a, see that one looks like a koala mm, yeah. and a sloth. I don't know if it just happens to look like that cause it's made of, Painted to make look like food. Huh. It's making up the face. But Does uh, Giuseppe Arcimbaldo sound like yes. the person you're you're talking yes. about? So, yeah, yes, yes. And, yeah, some of those pieces are... There's some of, of his art in the um, the art museum. Whew, come on, brain. That is down in Sarasota, the Ringling Museum. There's a couple of pieces of his, pieces oh, of his artwork. cool. Anyway... Um, yeah, I don't know what the food is going to taste like, but it looks really intriguing. Yeah, definitely interesting. It's basically they make your food have a personality because it looks like something. I think, though, that it said seafood. Oh. So we're probably not going to be eating there. No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's, I don't know, we'll have to see when the menus come out. Or yeah, if the menus are out, we'll look for that and see. Because if it's seafood, then we'll... We'll just see it, and then we'll be done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up. Next, next up. Next up on this list says Carnival Adventures. 
um, formerly the shore excursions desk. Okay, so, so it's the shore excursions yeah, desk. Yeah, excursions. Yeah. All right. And then guest services. Okay. More fun shops. More fun shops. I like all the fun shops. There weren't enough, but that's fine. <laughs> I like the shop. I, I like the fun shops too because I yeah. get like when I'm on a ship, I like the idea of going shopping, but there's always like there's the jewelry store, which I like looking at, but I don't ever buy or anything. Or if you're Mary Miller, you pose with jewelry that's ridiculously expensive. Uh, yeah, I mean. That I'm like, I don't even want to look at it because if it breaks while I'm looking at it, that's, I feel that's like. That's kind of how I am. Yeah. And then there's like the shop that has like your necessities that you've forgotten. And then there's like the alcohol. And other than that, like there, yeah, that's tobacco, usually kind of yeah. it. Yeah. And I like the idea that I can shop more. Maybe they'll have some other cool stuff. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? All right. All right. So the next area is called Summer Landing. And Summer Landing. That's going to start us with Guy's Summer Pig landing. and Anchor. Okay. So. So this is not like the neighborhoods on the Royal Caribbean's huge ships when it says these different themed areas. They're just theming spaces that would have already been there on a lot of ships but didn't have a theme. That's interesting. But, yeah, so the barbecue... Of course, they're probably going to have... I wonder if they're going to have a, a brewery on this, or they're just... I'm sure they'll have the, the craft brews on here. Yeah, it, I mean, it looks like a barbecue restaurant. Ooh, that sounds good, Matt. It does sound you good. You want barbecue for lunch? I don't know. Well, maybe. But l- <laughs> let me ask you this. Is this one is this one um, pay restaurant? Uh, let's see. It is a la carte menu with a dollar sign. So, yeah. Um, except at lunchtime, complimentary barbecue buffet. Oh, cool. So, lunchtime okay. is complimentary. Dinner is not. Okay. That's fair. All right. I like that. So, so there's a lot. I like that there's a lot of these places to eat on here. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. cool. All right. And then we have Heroes Tribute Bar. Okay. Which is... They may not have a picture not of Not something I have a picture of. <laughs> Which is not pictured here. So it's um, it's a sports bar. It's a, it's okay. a sports bar. It's a sports bar with a like an armed services personnel theme. Yep. Would be our, our guess. Yep. Right. So yeah. Okay. So it's a it's a bar. It's another bar. Very nice. Yeah. You can watch your your sports ball and stuff if you're so inclined. Yeah. And then there's the watering hole. Oh. Are there Which, crocodiles? Um, modeled after a fun backyard gathering spot with sweeping views. So probably no crocodiles. So I noticed that the guys pick an anchor smokehouse brew house. It says brew house. They probably brew in their own beer. Um, some of the furniture and stuff looked very like backyardy loungers and stuff. Mm-hmm. So this this kind of plays into the summer landing. There's yeah. a there's a pool in the back too, right? And then this bar called the watering hole, like a backyard feel to it. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. Yeah, they're definitely using some of that extra deck space around the ship. And which I love is cool. that. That's what I love about the Vista and the Breeze um ships are is that outdoor space that's not just to walk through, but there's like seating and drinks and food and i love that i love that because i want to be connected to the ocean and that is how i do it yeah and then the, the and then there's, pool looks very nice yeah looks awesome and it's um isn't it like a let me yeah it's an infinity tides pool 
So it's one that, that kind of goes over the edge of the ship, kind of looks like you're you're going to fall in. Very nice. Yeah, that's cool. And you cool. can see that you get that aft view, see the wake forming behind you. Very nice. Okay, cool. So that was deck eight, right? Yep. Now we're gonna eight. we're gonna basically bypass deck nine, ten, um, eleven, twelve. There is no deck thirteen. So when we say it's nineteen decks, it's really eighteen decks. Uh, we're gonna go all the way up to what? We're gonna sixteen. Sixteen, which is actually fifteen. We're gonna go to deck sixteen, which is the first Lido. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I can see from my thing here we've got something called the Blue Iguana Cantina. I believe yeah. I'm familiar with that. Yep, it is exactly what it says it is. It's the Blue Iguana. <laughs> Which is good because I love the Blue Iguana. Yep. And, uh, yeah. And then we've got... The Seafood Shack, which is a not, I, I personally have, I have a, a black spot in my heart for the Seafood Shack because not only is it seafood, which I don't like to eat just because I don't like the taste of it, okay, but also I know that the Seafood Shack replaced the Indian place on some of the ships and I just will never forgive it for that. Oh, goodness. That I never got to experience. I'm, I'm a little heartbroken about that, a little, Yeah. And then there's the Street Eats, which is really intriguing. Street Eats. Oh, this is that little area here that is a stuff. Food service featuring a complimentary daily rotating menu representing a variety of global cuisines at three stations. So kind of like food. So kind of like Sparkman Wharf that we have by, by the, the aquarium. aquarium. Yeah. yeah. So it's like some little kind Only of. Only you don't have to pay like. Fifty dollars for right. something it's, that should it's be It's open five. for lunch and it's included, um, so it's kind of like little, kind of food trucky, but obviously not trucks because there's no need for trucks on a ship. What would a food trucky be? Would that be like like a Star Trek fan, like Gok? Uh, all right. Anyway, a small yeah, small plates. So okay, look, Carnival and the Seafood Shack. You could redeem yourself. You could have several days hopefully of indian food fair and that would that would help soften my heart a little bit back so it doesn't look like that's gonna be the case you know it doesn't i mean it it could be anything you're right it's yeah i mean it says like empanadas and falafel which is kind of spanish or mexican and Mm -hmm. and or, or could be cuban or something empanadas and then falafel which is greek so there could be other things. You you're know, right, I don't know right. what a bail bun is. That's probably Asian. Sui mai. I don't know what that is either. But yeah, yeah okay. You're right. It All could right. be anything. And I like trying food from other places. <laughs> I like getting cultural diversity in my food because if you are only eating the typical American fare, including like the typical Italian and Chinese... You're missing out. If you think that we nailed it with all the food and the rest of the world is clueless, you're wrong. You need to try food from other places because there's stuff that tastes amazing out there. All right. Next up, what do we got? What do we got? Beach pool. Okay. Which is a saltwater pool and hot tubs and drinks. And it looks cool. Yeah, it looks like a pool. Yeah. You know, it looks like a typical pool. It looks. It's got the dive-in theater here. I like it. I mean, it looks... Oh, there's little fishes at the bottom. Oh, I wonder if those will be there. Those would know. those would be like whales, though, or something. Because look at the tail formation. Oh, yeah. That's got to be whales. Okay. Well, it's cool either way. I like it. I or, think it's a cool-looking space. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
And then we've got the Red Frog Tiki Bar. Okay. Yeah. I really... Okay, so where's the picture of this? Yeah, it's the tiki bar that you find in the pool deck. It's fine. You know, usually it's the rum bar, isn't it? Um, I've seen like both. The, the blue iguana tequila bar. But you know what? I really wish that there was a red frog bar because yeah. that's my favorite bar on Carnival. And they just kind of have left it in the past. <sighs> yeah. Which is sad. Sad to mm. me. All right. But anyway, let's yeah. move on. We got more of the Lido. There's a Lido Marketplace. Which I'm guessing is like the buffet. Okay, yeah. Yep, that would be the buffet okay, area. Yeah. That makes sense. Which looks really nice. It looks does look very nice. clean. Yeah. So we'll, that looks yeah. cool. And it's got like your your beverages twenty four hours. There's a beer station there, which is kind of cool. And I love going there and watching. I, I love watching these young 20-somethings trying to pour their own beer, and they're paying by the, you know, as they pull the tap, and they don't know what they're doing, and they're filling it with foam, and then I'm like, excuse me, and I just pour a perfect beer. I just... You don't pour perfect beers when I want Hey! One. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> I'm just teasing. I, I did get to do that one time. I helped them pour their own beer, though. I was like, let me help you out, guys, because you're spending, like, you just bought three beers, and it's all head, so... <laughs> All right, so then then we've got the big chicken, the big chicken, the which big is, chicken. That's a that's Shaq's restaurant, right? Yes, it is. Which Shaquille O'Neal, not on my. Which is weird, but picture. we've seen we've seen bits and yeah, pieces of it. it. it looks I think cool. it's already a restaurant in existence, right? And they're just putting it on the ship. Is that accurate? I don't know. I don't know. If that's true. I know. Um, I know the uh, who's the other the, the guy's burgers guy Fieri. I know he has a chicken place. Yeah, that's guys, like in chicken, downtown Disney and stuff. And I'm which sure is called Disney Springs now. Disney Springs. Sorry, I, I don't I don't acknowledge these name changes. People, welcome to the present. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's still Disney downtown Disney to me. I, I don't disagree. Disney Springs. <laughs> I don't see any springs there. Disney, Let's spring that on you. All right. Um, so big chicken. You can get your chicken tenders and. Looks it looks tasty. Yeah, things we've seen them. It looks really good. Three cheese omelet. There is mm. the um, chicken oh, and oh, egg they're gonna biscuits. Have breakfast there too. Yeah, intriguing. All served all day. Oh, breakfast served all day. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Okay. I'm a fan. Jalapeno slaw. I'm not a fan of slaw, but I am a fan of jalapenos. Right. And then what do we got? The the tides pool and bar. And bar. Yeah. So it's um. Another pool area, okay. which... But it's also a nice space. Those look like big hot tubs. Yeah. They're, they're like, calling them spas. They look like pool-sized hot tubs. A spa is like in your room, right? Like, those are hot tubs. I, like, I feel jacuzzi, like... Jacuzzi, spa, hot tub. Is there a difference between these things? Um, well, jacuzzi is a brand name. Oh. It's so, like Kleenex. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, just like sofa and couch... Sofa is kind of the name, but couch or something like that. Sofa and couch are kind of the same way. Either okay. way, but jacuzzi is a brand name. Okay, all right. From slug sex to um, to jacuzzi's yeah. names and couch. Um, but yeah, it definitely looks like you can fit more than like three people in that thing, which is awesome. Very nice. Human soup. I love it. <laughs> all right. Deck 17, that's it, right? For deck 16? That's it. We're moving on up to deck 17, which is a second Lido deck. 
and uh, also has some some rooms in the front. And then when you get to the back, you've got what? What are we going to start with Let's here? Let's see. Where are we? We have there's the Red Frog Tiki Bar. So there's two levels there as well. And then levels. we have just like the canopy of the rainforest. It has two levels. Actually, the canopy has more than two levels. But anyway, all right. And we've got Guys Burger. Yes, Guys Burger Joint. Yeah, so, so it's, it's like a restaurant. More of a little destination. Yep. Oh, that's ex- that's there's exciting. There's some cool seating spaces. Yeah. Oh, some cute little booths. I like it. Yeah, it looks cool. Cool. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. What else we got up here? The Warehouse Arcade. Okay. Circle C. Circle C, I believe, is like a teens club. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Young teens. So 12 to 14 years old. And then Club O2 is um, 15 to 17. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I don't have pictures of those. Those don't show up. All right. But, I mean, they look like what but they look like. But we don't get to go in those anyway. Yeah. It doesn't, so. doesn't matter for Nor us do we personally. really want to. I'm sure. There's teens in there. But, yeah. But if you're a teen, it's keen. Is that a word they say these days? Probably not. Probably not. Deck 18. Um, we start with the Serenity deck. And this one's broken into two spaces, so you can't walk. From the front to the back of deck 18 without going down. Which is, what's interesting is this Serenity deck is on the front of the ship. Yeah, which is not which a good thing. I like, but I like being on the back of the ship. There yeah. is that pool on the back, um, but it could be full of people and children. I will say, I though, know. this Serenity deck has the spas, and they're not right up in the front where, the, where it's super windy. Maybe they have it. Okay, it's, it looks like it's they, like all enclosed. It's enclosed, so that might be all right then. That might be all right because my complaint is that with the Serenity deck is that if it's in the front, it's too windy to ever enjoy. I it. wonder if this is a multi-level Serenity deck. I don't think so. No, Ye- no, it's not. No. So the reason I say that is because it's all covered. Um, aside from the pool. There's not a lot of space that you'd be out in the sun, which I feel like is a big thing for people going to the Serenity deck. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, that is. Well, now, but you're only seeing part of it here, right? You're only seeing like this, because it looks like it goes, does it go all the way up to the front? Like, it says Serenity on the sides and stuff, so there's probably places outside of that little space where you can get sun. Okay. It looks like there is. I'll accept that. I mean, I personally kind of like the shade. But I mean, I do too, but there are some times that I want to go out into the sun. Yeah. I yeah. have a theory as to why they have that covered, and I'll tell you that in Deck 19. But anyway. Oh, here. It says covered with awnings to create both sunny and shaded areas on both the state board. You just had to read it. Starboard and port side. Yeah. So there, it's... So Did you maybe. say Starbug? <laughs> there's a there's a reference. Anybody get that reference? Send me an email. Fantasticcruising at gmail.com. Anybody I know. get the star I know you know the Starbug reference. What is that about? Okay. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Um yeah, that was it. Basically, okay. there's the okay. shaded areas. All right. Yeah. All right, and then you go to the back portion of deck eighteen, the aft portion, I should say. Yes. Which- and it's the Ultimate Playground, which sounds like upstairs the neighbor kid is in the Ultimate Playground jumping up and down right now. I don't think that'll pick up on the microphone. I, I don't think if so. you're a thud, it's not anybody falling here. It's just a kid upstairs. Anyway, uh, there's a ropes course there. Yeah, which this space looks kind of cool. 
There's basketball, soccer, pickleball, what have you, kind of court. Yeah. Um, let's see. Sky track, padded jogging Volleyball, track, sky court. Soccer. Sky course, the ropes course, sky greens, nine hole mini golf, that's sky cool. fitness, um, exercise equipment. Oh, that's cool. The exercise equipment thing. Yeah. Ping pong up here, foosball, twister. What's poly pong? I don't know what poly pong is. Huh. But is they have the it. Board? Let's look they at have poly pong. It's just the court. Oh, the 360 the court. picture is just the court. Well, okay. I'll so, accept it. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. it's a cool, it's actually a cool looking space. It's not usually a space that I'm super interested in hanging out at. It, but. it does remind me of the space on Vista that has that on the Vista class. Okay. So it is sort of reminiscent of that. Uh, the mini golf looks like it could be really cool or I don't know. It's a rendering. So it looks bright green. Well, that's because it's a rendering, <laughs> I, know I think. It is. But, but it looks nice. If, if it looks like that, it looks like it's, it's going to be pretty good. Yeah. Looks and, cool. Um, yeah, and then there's the. Did we say the waterworks up there? The waterworks. It looks like um. How many slides is are there? Three. It's like three water let's slides. See waterworks. Twister water slide, blue lightning, and the orange, orange thunder. thunder. Yep, three water <laughs> slides, and then splash zone, um, a tipping bucket. Splash zones for kids. Yeah. And mini racer slides for kids. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, so three water slides. And one of them is a purple tube that you can see through. Yeah. And then yeah, there's an orange back. one that's kind of um, more of just a fast, looks like a fast one. And yeah. The yellow one's and sort the of. yellow a, one. Yeah. So, okay, so it's, it's kind of standard water slides. The purple one's a little different. Yeah. But nice. That's very cool. Nice. Awesome. And then um, we've got a jogging track up there as well. I can see that on my map here. Yep. So there you have that. And then we... Is that it for... That's that's it. Okay. So then we go up to deck 19. Forward is basically just loft 19. So, and yeah, the, loft 19, which is for... People with a lot of money. Yep. Basically people that are staying in the really fancy spaces. Yeah. It's, a, it's their own private little space with a pool and cabanas. I think you can rent, I think you can do a cabana up there and also get access to it. But based on what I know about getting cabanas on cruise ships, it's like almost impossible to get one. And they're kind of pricey. I don't know. I, I Not worth it to me. But if you can afford it, then it's probably really nice. So then we have, of course, um, the aft of deck 19, which is what the Mardi Gras is probably the most famous for, the most innovative part of the Mardi Gras. Oh, I didn't tell you my theory on, oh. the, on the, I think they have the roof bit on the Serenity deck so that the Loft 19 people don't have to see and hear oh. the normal people in there. The, the peasants, the, the serfs in their, in their normal Serenity, they can enjoy their Loft 19. That's probably, probably the case. So, yes. All right. So then then we have Bolt. Which is the roller coaster. It's, it's a roller coaster, sort of. It's a sea coaster. A sea coaster. And you can change your speed on it. Yep. You control your speed up to 40 miles per hour. It has a money sign. Did you know it costs extra? I did not know it costs extra. Yeah. Interesting. 
Here's here's my thought on this. Okay, I was thinking about this last night. If you put this roller coaster in a land venue, it would probably be extraordinarily lame. Yes. Like lamer than the kiddie coasters at most theme parks. Possibly. So then I was like, this is dumb. The only reason people care about it is because it's on a ship and it's like, oh, it's a roller coaster on a ship. Who cares? But then I saw a little video of it today and the view is really cool because you're on the ship. So I thought, okay, that may be its saving grace. I'm not all that excited about the roller coaster. I was a little bit when it first got announced. Now I'm just like, whatever. I don't, eh, it's, I don't know. What What do you guys think? Is Are you excited about the roller coaster? Let us know. Fantasticcruising at gmail.com. I'm, I'm not going to pay a lot of money to do this because, I, I mean, maybe once just to say I did it. I don't know. I think it, it looks cool and it's definitely a cool concept. My concern coming from places that have had like rides and stuff and can't run during certain times. Yeah. yeah. Um, See the sky ride on Especially new, new rides. Like yeah. there's all these different mechanical issues that pop up. Right. And this being what? how many feet above water uh, yeah, like which means the if it's windy on a moving ship it's yeah. that's that's my issue with it is like what happens when it can't run well and and i know there's been a lot of issues with the the sky ride on the vista class ships there's been a lot of issues with other amenities that are even water slides sometimes are put on hold because of wind or well not mechanical errors for water slides but yeah, there there could hopefully Carnival has this thing streamlined and and it's okay to use most of the time, but there's probably going to be a lot of times when it is it is shut down and can't be used. And I don't know, I'm just not I mean it's interesting. I'm just not I, this is the thing I care the least about on the on the Mardi Gras, I think. Maybe I'll ride it and I'll be like, "Oh, I'm stupid. This was amazing." But I just look at that and go, "Eh, Whatever. I it's, mean, it's kind of if you look at pay money for that. I don't know. If you look at the car too, like it looks like you're like sitting up outside of it, which yeah is kind of creepy. Well, you're probably buckled in. Well, of course good. you're buckled in. They're not going to put people on it not buckled in. Yeah. But like you're sitting out in the middle of nowhere, water. But you got a great view. Well, no, absolutely. But you're just sitting like up on top of this thing, flying forty miles per hour with winds and if you fly out you're gone <laughs> Here, here's the thing if you go 40 miles an hour on this it's not going to last very long no because it's not that big i mean it can't be it's on a ship it's 800 feet of track yeah so I, I can't do the math how long it takes you to go 800 feet at 40 miles per hour would alexa know that um uh Google might well how many how many feet are in a mile i don't know that either alexa not off the top of my head you you really want to do this calculation all right sorry Alexa, how many feet are in a mile? One mile is 5,280 feet. 5,280 feet. And we apologize to everyone who is listening to this at home and has one of those machines that we just activated. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. So this isn't, yeah, so less than an hour. (laughs) Less than an hour. 
Oh my goodness. All right. I'm look, I'm going to pause this for a second. We're going to find out, we're going to figure out the math because we've put you through this and we're going to let you know how, how quickly you would traverse 800 feet at 40 miles per hour. And we're back. All right. So we, we found this 40 miles per hour. You're traveling about 58.8 feet per second. So what we did is we divided 800 by 58.8 and basically now you do have to get to that speed and then slow down from that speed. So that's going to throw this off a little bit. You're talking about 14 seconds at 40 miles per hour, roughly. And uh, slowing down and speeding up to get to that, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe 20, 25 seconds, depending eight, on how fast 18, it accelerates seconds, and decelerates. Yeah. yeah so, you, you know, you just paid how much money for that? I mean, maybe you get to go around more, more than one time. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know uh, either. Hopefully it's not like $10 for 15 you seconds. Wait, you wait for for three hours and then you're on there for, I mean, that's probably about right for a theme park ride, isn't it? Yeah, sounds about right. Anyway, that's, that's yeah, so that's that. Um, that's the roller coaster. The Bolt, like I said, let us know what you think. Are, are you excited about the Bolt? Are you... Are you like me? Are you kind of like meh on the bolt? Are you skeptical of it? Are you um, optimistic about it? Like, what do you what do you guys think about this bolt? Let us know. Fantasticcruising at gmail.com. Anything else we want to say about the Mardi Gras today, Kimbra? Um, I mean, I I've I was excited about this ship, but I haven't actually gone through it to see like literally everything that's on it yet. So I've we just did that. I haven't until now. Oh, okay. <laughs> gone through it. Um, we recorded this part before we did. No, we didn't. Is that true? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. Anyway, go ahead. Anyways, I'd like to go on this ship. That's... that's. You'd the, like to go on this ship. Yeah, All right. That's okay. what I was trying to say in a more word sort of way. And then you interrupted me and threw me off. So that's it. In a more word sort of way. <laughs> well, if you do want to go on this ship, it looks like it is hopefully going to start sailing in February of 2021. And, um, it looks like it's doing six and seven day sailings. Uh, there's an eight day. I see it's Western Caribbean, Eastern Caribbean. Let's see. Costa Maya, Cozumel, Mahogany Bay, uh, Grand Turk, Nassau, Amber Cove, yeah, I also have the itineraries pulled up over here. Oh, okay. All right. Um, there's a there's the eight one is St. Thomas, San, San Juan, Amber Cove, and Grand Turk. So it's got some good itineraries. The prices don't look too bad. Considering the size ship, the prices look pretty darn good, actually, <laughs> from what I'm seeing here. So um, if you are interested in booking on the Mardi Gras, you could contact us. What's that email? Fantastictravel at gmail.com. Yeah, or, or book it yourself, you know, whatever. But uh, definitely, if you do go on the ship, you're planning to go on the ship, let us know. And uh, hopefully we'll get some people on here once they write it that we can interview and talk to. So if you are that person going on that ship, when you get off, let us know. Because we would love to get you on the podcast and talk about it. Also, any other new ship, like the Virgin ship. Yeah, the Scarlet Lady. Let us know. Shoot us an email and let us know because we would like to interview you and uh, get your thoughts, your opinions, your point of view and perspective. I know a lot of those words were kind of the same thing, but that's what we want. Well, before we go, we do want to remind you guys to watch our videos that are coming out right now on Fantastic Studios. We have two of them out so far at the time of this recording. 
hopefully we'll get the third one out very soon and uh, and lots more to come after that but on that note we can go right into our cruise creature All right, what is the cruise creature for this week, Kimbra? It is the green moray. That's right, gymnothorax funebris. Funebris? I think it's funebris. How many times did you say that to yourself before you said Not it out loud? Not that many. I mean, gymnothorax is pretty okay. Pretty easy. The reason I'm bringing up the scientific name of the green moray is because I think it's interesting. Gymnothorax means naked breast. Oh. So I'm a fan. Are you? <laughs> no, I think I think that's in reference to the fact that these moray eels, and all moray eels, have no scales. So they have a naked breast. They have a naked breast. They have a naked bottom. They have an everything. They have no scales. Well, that's not completely true because they do have a thick layer of slime. Yes, it's yellow. <laughs> it is, but they're called green morays. Shouldn't they be called yellow morays? Well... Are you waiting for me to... I am to, looking at you because you kind of know about this too. <laughs> so the the green moray skin color is actually like a brown or grayish, and but they have this yellow slime. So you, it, pr- it protects them. The yeah. slime protects them from parasites and bacteria, It's and it's thick. The slime is thick with you. Mm, the slime is thick with you. Thank you. You're welcome. <gasps> I think you should have said it like oppositely, though. The thyme is the, the thyme is <laughs> slick with you. <laughs> thick with you, the slime is. There, yes. There you go. Um, but yeah, so it, it actually gives them this green appearance, um, possibly because it's also in like the blue waters, um, and of course, yellow and blue makes what color? Green. Green. Yeah. Yep, and they uh, so the the funibris, 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 funibris. Anyway, that part of their name actually translates into funeral. Oh, yeah. So they're dead, naked breasts. They, <laughs> that's <laughs> terrible. Um, they are so that they, from what I could find out, that is from their kind of ground color, which is that dark brown gray that they get the name. Funibris, and probably because the preserved specimens, the slime is gone, so they see that, just that ground color. But with the mixing of the slime, you get this sort of yellowish-green color that you see that makes them green moray eels. Yes. That's a moray. It's a green moray. Green and red are complementary colors. There's your art lesson for the week. And and uh, <laughs> they are also Christmas colors. They are Christmas colors, so it should be a Christmas song. But the green moray is pretty impressive because they are one of the largest moray eels. And why are we talking about them, by the way? Did we mention this? We have not. Yeah, so we're talking about them because in the last video that you put out, or that we put out, or the second video, episode yes. two. Episode two. We Attack actually the... saw. Yes. What, Attack of the Green Moray? Yes. We saw a green moray. It was and it saw us. It was awesome. If you haven't watched it, watch it. Get a little up close and personal. It got cl- up close and personal. With I, us. I know. Yeah, yeah. And, and and they have terrible vision. So I think that it was just really curious and wanted to check us out, and so it did that in a way that maybe would have made some nervous, but it 
made me really happy. So anyway, yeah, watch that video. But that's what we're talking about. And by the way, when I say big, I mean, they normally get about six feet long, but the record is eight feet and 65 LBs, LBSs. It's pounds. Pounds, that's right. Or we say, we say dollars in the United States. Pounds is in England. Okay. <laughs> Different pounds. Weight pounds. Yes. So... That's a that's a big fish. Now they are true eels. Not all things that are called eels are actually eels, but moray eels are true eels. It has to do with their anatomy and stuff, and who they're who they're related to through their lineage of evolution. But uh, but yeah, they are they are pretty cool, and they have lots of teeth, sharp teeth. They have a bottom row of teeth, and they have two top rows of teeth. Now we did do a moray eel. Uh, different, the golden tail more eel in an earlier episode. So I don't want to repeat too much information. I got into the their special jaws and that information. So if you haven't already listened to that one, go check that episode out, which I can tell you which one it is here. But uh, what else do we know about green more eels? Anything else really interesting or exciting that we want to say about the green moray eel? Um, the only other thing that pops into my head is they have one long fin along the back. Yeah, they don't have as many fins as most fish. That's important because they usually live in crevasses, and so they usually they're just their heads sticking out. Um, episode nine, golden tail moray eel. That should be the actual number if you're on iTunes as well. But um, but they also have this menacing appearance. They got these sharp teeth, and they're always opening and closing their mouths, which look terrifying to some people. But all they're doing is breathing. Because they have gills, and they, in order to get the water with the oxygen over their gills, they have to open and close their mouth, which kind of pulls that water in, and the eel can breathe and survive, just like when you and I take a d- deep breath and exhale, and so on and so forth. The green moray eel, they are found throughout the western Atlantic, from like New Jersey all the way down to Brazil, and... Um, they like shallow water. They're on the reef. They go into a little bit deeper water. They're pretty widespread. Fortunately, they are a common species, so they are not currently threatened or anything like that. It's always nice when we can talk about uh, a species of animal that is not endangered or threatened. For- unfortunately, there are so many that are, but in this case, they're doing pretty good. Yeah. Which is probably why we were able to see one so easily. And it was awesome. It was very cool. All right, anything else that we want to talk about in this episode? Um, I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else? I don't think so. All right. Well, on that note, I think it's time to head for the horizon. And until next time, seize the day. Have a fantastic week, everybody. All right, we are back, and uh, just the after the credits thing that, I don't know, I don't even know what we're going to talk about this week. You went barbecue, that may happen. I don't know if that's going to happen. Kimber's dyeing her hair purple. I am. Not all of it, though. No, just some of it, just some, to some add a little it. flavor to my life. Is it going to have flavor? I don't know. You want to try it when I'm done? I don't think so. I don't like the taste of hair. <laughs> Gross. <laughs>
I mean, if it tastes like grapes, though, maybe. I don't think it's going to taste like grapes unless yeah. I, like, dip it in grape juice or something. If Reno tries it first. I don't want Reno to try it. Okay. I was thinking about getting uh, Reno's haircut and giving him a mohawk and dyeing it's it too, blue. It's too short, though, you said. Yeah, it's too short. I need him to grow his hair out a little more. Well, he will. I know. He's he's just he's fuzzy. He's working on it right now. He's pretty fuzzy he's right now. He's currently growing hair. Thank you. That's what Reno does. He mostly just grows hair and eats and poops. And peas, and that's what he does. He ignores us. He sleeps. But he's growing hair while he's sleeping. Yeah. It's all to grow hair. He occasionally ignores us. He occasionally ignores us? <laughs> the only time he doesn't ignore us is when he needs to go outside or when it's thundering outside. Yeah, that's pretty much it. 